G'day legends and welcome to Kickstart Thinking, the podcast that helps you get into it, get over it, get onto it and get on with it. No matter where we are or where we want to be, we all need to kickstart our thinking every day to keep us on track toward our best life. I'm your host Rick Heaney and my purpose here is to help you create a mindset that lifts you and lifts the lives of those around you. So thanks for joining me on Kickstart Thinking, now let's get into it and kickstart yours. G'day legends and welcome to today's episode of the Kickstart Thinking Podcast. We only see what we focus on. I'm your host Rick Heaney and I'm so happy you've joined me here today for the Kickstart Thinking Podcast to kickstart your day. So let's get stuck in. First up, are you developing that awesome habit yet? That morning habit that will transform your mindset into a success achieving powerhouse, into a happiness generating machine? Did you look in the mirror this morning, look into your own eyes and say, today I'm kickstarting my thinking? Yes? Fantastic. No? Why not give it a try? You've got everything to gain. Most of the time, people talk themselves down during the day. Why not give yourself a start and start by talking yourself up? And whilst we're talking about good habits, could you leave me a five-star rating, please, for the podcast? It helps great people like you find the podcast easier, and that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for great people to be able to you know, share an idea with and share, share some thoughts with. And why not reach out and let's work together on getting your mindset firing on all cylinders so that you build a life that really fulfills you. Message me through the Kickstart Thinking Facebook page and let's work together. So, on to today's topic. We only see what we focus on. Nearly 35 years ago, I developed a passion for photography. Developed, pardon the pun. Back when we did develop films or did develop images. Digital photography is great. It's fantastic being able to just flick through and, and delete all those images. But there was something really special about not having unlimited frames available. And you had to really think about what you were going to do. Not talking about snapping away photos at a party and shoeboxes full of photos that you see. You know, they're, they're wonderful memories. But I'm talking about really taking some fantastic photographs. And when you only had 36 roll or 36 frames at, at the outside to uh, to use in your camera you really had to be mindful you really had to focus on what you were doing you had to think about the light you had to think about what you were going to use those images for and rolls of film were expensive i'm talking you know they were six eight dollars each uh, back in the 1980s that was a that was a whack of money back then then you had to get them developed and printed and you had a fair idea but you didn't know exactly what it was going to come out like unless you really 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 put the time in so with digital photography there's a whole set of different opportunities uh, sometimes too many and sometimes limitless choices can actually be limiting on how you hone your skills that actually means you need to take your focus to a whole new level and like most things when i started photography yeah you started photographing the big things and these days, I actually uh, I really like to focus on the very very small things. I do quite a bit of photography around here. I mean, yeah, we're in lockdown here in Melbourne. And I'm locked down at home, so it's uh, really nice being springtime. The flowers are coming out, and I'm actually really enjoying getting out there and not just seeing a flower, but then finding the the real detail inside the flower. And the change in focus can make a massive difference in the images that you find, in the images that, that you produce. So obviously today I want to use a camera as a metaphor, as an example for how we use our mind and how we use our eyes. And the fact that we really, really do see only what we focus on. Have a look around wherever you are. Just have a look around and think of all the things that just passed by your eyes. Now think about what you actually took notice of. That's where your focus was. Just like the lens of a camera, your eyes let in light, your eyes take in images, but what you see depends on when you press that shutter in what your mind actually records an image of. And it will only see what lines up with your thinking. It will only see maybe something that actually gets your attention by being out of the ordinary. Yeah, sure. However, 
most of the time what you'll see is what your mind is looking for. When you look through the viewfinder of a camera, and these days with autofocus, it's pretty straightforward. You look at something, you, you zoom in on it maybe, and then you press the shutter down a little bit and the camera then focuses the lens. But it's only when you decide what you want to focus on that the lens actually does its work. And it's the same with your eyes. Right? Your eyes have infinite focus, hopefully. Well, these days mine don't particularly, but uh, yeah, I wear glasses all the time. But the principle's the same. Your eyes don't see. Your eyes just take in stuff. It's your mind that sees, and your mind will see what you're thinking about. You may have heard or you may not have heard of the reticular activating system. Now, it sounds like an irrigation system to sprinkle your lawn, but it's actually not. The reticular activating system is a part of your brain, and it's a part of your brain that filters out things that aren't relevant to you, things that aren't of what you don't consider to be of value to you or relevant to you. So the easiest way to think about this is think about the car you drive and whatever car you drive you know I have a, a Nissan Navara work vehicle and we've also got uh, a BMW X5 for uh, Andrea's car. When I started thinking about the Navara and when we started thinking about getting a new four-wheel drive we saw them everywhere. We started to see Navaras all over the place or at least I did and, and then when we were looking for Andrea's car same thing because we were focusing on those. They're everywhere. Andrea likes to play a little game with us uh, or with me when we're in the car and we were sitting at, a, at an intersection one day and she said, how many Mustangs are you going to see today? Thank you very, very much. Because she knew she just activated my reticular activating system to think about Mustangs. And I said, what, like that one? And there was one that just drove past. I'm a car guy, but I don't normally notice Mustangs. That day I saw eight. And that was my reticular activating system operating. And uh, <laughs> she thinks it's really funny when she does that. So... Right now, I want you to think of your left knee. What does your left knee feel like? You probably weren't taking any notice of your left knee before now, but you are. And you know exactly what it feels like. How about your right knee? How about your right elbow? How, how does that feel right now? See, these are things that were there. These are things that yeah, you already had tactile input around your knee and around your elbow before, but you probably weren't taking any notice of them. But then when you put focus on it, ta-da, all of a sudden, it becomes relevant. And focus is, is so important in every facet of your life. Now, uh, I don't know if you've, uh, if you've ever meditated, but one of the things with meditation is trying to focus on let's say just your breathing and most people say oh I'm no good at meditation and what they don't realize is that's the whole point the whole point of meditation is to actually recognize that you're focusing on so many other things and it's an exercise in just bringing down your focus onto let's say your breathing just focusing on your breathing. And as soon as you start focusing on your breathing, your mind goes somewhere else and, uh, and people go, oh, that's no good. Well, the idea is to bring back that focus and just to learn just to focus on something simple like your breathing. And the whole idea of meditation is you're supposed to suck at it because it's the process of learning to focus again on something else. And it's a process of learning to actually quiet your mind and bring your focus into play. It's a process of learning to quiet your mind so that you can actually learn to focus on something very, very specific. Okay, back to focus. What do you focus on? What do you focus on in life? Do you focus on good things that are happening? Do you focus on the bad things around you? Do you see the world as a, as a, as a great place? Do you see the world as a horrible place? There's an old, uh, old parable, I think, from Greek times, and it's been retold in many ways. 
But uh, there's a story of a, an old wise man sitting, you know, just sitting pondering life at the gates of the, the city that he lived in. And there was a stranger came past and, uh, and you know, they struck up a conversation and the stranger said, I'm thinking about moving to this town. Can you tell me what the people are like here? And the old wise dude says, hmm, what were the people like where you live now? And he said, oh, they're horrible. You, you can't trust them. They'll rip you off every chance they get. You know, it's just, it's just not a nice place to live. And the old guy says, yeah, look, I'm really really sorry, but I think you'll find that the people here are exactly the same. And off went the stranger, despondent again about would they ever find somewhere that would bring them joy. The next day, the old man sitting outside the uh, outside his city again, pondering life, and along comes another stranger, and they struck up a conversation as well. And the stranger said, "Can you tell me what the people are like in this city? I was uh, I was thinking of moving here." And the old man says, "Well, can you tell me what they were like in uh, where you live now?" And he said, "Ah." Oh, they're wonderful. He, he said, such great people. He, he said, I, 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 need to, I need to move because my health is failing a bit and, my, uh, and, and I need a better climate. But, oh, I'm going to miss those people. They are so lovely. They're supportive and, and kind. It's just, it's a, it's a wonderful place to live. I, I'll, you know, I'll be sad to leave there. And the old man says, well, I am delighted to say that you will find exactly the same kind of people here in this city. And that's the point. You find what you focus on. Do you know people who always gripe? People who, if you bought them a brand new suit, they'd find, oh, look, there's a thread that's not quite right. They always find the bad in good situations. They always find, in any situations, they will find the bad. And do you know people who always see the possibilities, who always see a, always have a, a bright outlook? Who do you think has a more enjoyable life? Who do you think people want to be around? Who do you think you'd want to be around? Now think about you. What do you focus on? Do you look at problems? Do you look at why things won't work? And I'm not talking about being analytical and saying, okay, yep, right, this is something that we've got to deal with. So, all right, yep, that's happening, that's happening, that's happening. Right, yes, we can solve that. That's not being problem-focused. That's being solution-focused. When you go, ah, oh, bloody, it's broken again. Nothing ever works out right for me. That's problem-focused. Solution-focused says, yep, okay, there's an issue. We can sort it. Let's get on it. See the difference? Hear the difference? Feel the difference? So let's think about that camera again. And let's think about your eyes as a lens. Let's think about how you filter. What are the settings in your camera? What are the settings with the exposure, with the, the shutter speed? What kind of images do you record because of the way you set up your own mind? What kind of images do you find because of how you habitually think? Can you change how you habitually think? My oath you can but it takes time. It takes time and it takes deliberate effort. You need to change your mindset into a mindset that finds possibilities and finds happiness and finds joy and finds peace and finds love and finds the good in things rather than seeing the bad. Because there's enough people around us to tell us of all the bad things. How about we find the good things for ourselves and the good things for the people around us? So what I want you to do is that I want you to recognize when you are focusing on things that will not support you. Focus on, when you, recognize when you're focusing on problems and just say, right, okay, that's, a, that's all right. That's where my habits have been so far. I've changed that. Right now, I'm going to focus on the good things. What can I find here that's a, that's a good possibility? How can I turn this into a, into a positive? And if your habits have been to focus on negative things, then that'll take a little while. But you can do it. And you can do it over habitual thinking. You can do it through just continuing to focus on the good things. Focus on what you can get 
in life. Start to tell yourself things like, I get it right every time. Everything I do works. I always find a way. You know, what, am, what great thing am I going to do next? I'm more productive and more capable than anybody I know. These are things that will get your mind focusing on possibilities. Uh, in another episode, I'll go a, a lot deeper into how to build affirmations. But right now, I just want you to think and understand that what you focus on is what you will find. So kickstart your thinking right now by saying to yourself, today I kickstart my thinking. And tomorrow morning when you look in the mirror, say, today I kickstart my thinking. I kickstart my dreams. I'm going to stop feeling sorry for myself and I'm going to make a difference in, in my life and the lives of those around me today. Do that each day for the next 30 days and you'll create a, a habit that will change your life. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, and I'd love it if you'd leave me a five-star rating so that others can find the show more easily. And also check out my Instagram and Facebook posts. And please share those with everybody you know. Let's help others kickstart their thinking. And pretty soon I'll have a digital course on helping you uh, transform your mindset. I'd love to work with you. So uh, reach out, reach out through Facebook. Let's work together and help you get your life where you want it to be. So remember to keep your actions kind, your thoughts positive, your attitude grateful, and always have caring in your heart. Thank you so much for listening. Tune into the next episode. And for now, get stuck in and make your day sensational. <laughs>